Kansas anymore. Are you ready? No, I'm just getting warmed up. This task was appointed to you. I said I want the truth! I say we take off and loop the entire site in Dodge this. Hello listeners, I'm Billy, and for this podcast, rather than having one of our compliance team, although they are really wonderful, I am joined by our education team. Hello. We have this honour here on the BBFC podcast as exam season is upon us, and it is no better time to discuss how our resources can support your revision or the revision of a young person that is potentially taking up table space in your household. But first, before we jump into talking about specific films that are on education syllabuses uh, across the UK, we have two brand new voices for the podcast this week. Um, Emily, you are a education officer and a compliance officer here at the BBFC, jack of all trades. I am, that's true. <laughs> and we also have Joe. so you are a new member of staff at the BBFC in our education department. How are you finding it? Oh, I am, yeah, so far so good. Thank you for having me. Fantastic, and welcome both of you to the show. So, to kick off, one of the many fantastic things that our education department do here at the BBFC is that they go out to schools and universities across the UK and speak directly to students and teachers through the use of seminars. Now, Emily, what would you say these seminars are set up like? Are they quite rigid or can they be tailored? So yes, those seminars can be completely tailored to whatever you want. So if you're coming into the BBFC, um, you can send us a list of questions beforehand, things that you might be studying. We had a request recently from a school group who wanted us to talk about two of the films that are being studied as part of GCSE Media Studies. Mm -hmm. Um, So those two films were Doctor Strange, um, which is a Marvel film, um, sort of superhero, um, big blockbuster film um, that came out a couple of years ago. And uh, the other film that they were studying was I, Daniel Blake, um, which is a Ken Loach film, so a British kind of realist film about a guy's butting up against the benefit system Mm -hmm. um, and really struggling. Um, So two quite different films, both of those films being studied for GCSE Media Studies. So I, Daniel Blake was quite interesting in terms of rating that film because it came in with a 12A request. Um, We looked at the film and quite quickly realised that it wouldn't be able to be accommodated at 12A because there are lots of uses of strong language and a few uses of very strong language as well. So mm-hmm. um, that, that sort of language, you, you can't have, have that at, at the 12A rating. Um, so we passed it at 15 um, and the, the distributor released it at 15. They didn't have any problems with it getting the 15 rating. Mm-hmm. Um, and Doctor Strange, on the other side, is a pretty standard, I guess, um, Marvel superhero film. Um, so coming as part of, you know, in the middle of this huge canon of, of fantastical adventure stories involving mm-hmm. superheroes. So the violence in that film is not realistic. There are some scenes of violence, um, so a little bit of injury detail, but clearly it's set within this fantastical universe. The people who are involved in the violence aren't real people. It's not real violence. It's not anything that anyone is going to kind of apply to their everyday reality. Mm-hmm. Um, so whereas Dan- I, Daniel Blake, um, at 15, is a very realistic film set in modern Britain, uh, Doctor Strange is clearly something very different. Um, that was rated at 12A, as I said. And and I think as part of the GCSE media questions, people out there, you guys might be asked about um, what rating those films received and why they received those ratings. So just as a kind of reminder, um, there are case studies on our website. Um, but as a reminder, um, I, Daniel Blake, was rated at 15 for strong language. Um, and Doctor Strange was rated at 12A for fantasy violence and injury detail. 
Fantastic. Um, so for older students, Joe, could you talk us through any um, or what films may potentially come up in the A-level media studies exams? Yeah, sure. So, you know, when I go to schools and colleges, you often get students either you know, hang back to talk to you or, you know, before you start, they might mm. mention what they are and are not studying. So I've had films like Blade Runner, 1982, Vertigo, good old Hitchcock still <laughs> still in there. Um the Jungle Book, both the you know the the old version, the original, mm-hmm. and the the new one, the twenty sixteen one. So they're mm-hmm. making that comparison between the two. Uh, and interestingly, I Daniel Blake comes up again for Key Stage Five students, yep. along with uh, Straight Out Compton. Right. Um, those are probably the two that come up most often. What's the uh, what's the kind of rundown from the classification perspective for Straight Out of Compton? Well, the theatrical release was uh, fifteen. Mm. It came in with a fifteen request, and we found that it could be contained within fifteen quite easily. And that's primarily for strong language, mm. which is really frequent. There's a there's a lot of strong language. It never really veers into the very strong mm. category. There are some quite strong, albeit isolated, sex scenes Mm. and drug use. What's worth pointing out, though, is that if you are teaching or studying it, you're probably looking at the DVD release, which is an 18. That has 26 minutes of additional footage. And within that, there are two sex scenes which are much stronger than in the theatrical 15 version, so it's mm. just worth bearing in mind. It's really useful to find out um, about the classification of the film, but for anyone who hasn't seen Straight Outta Compton or isn't um, necessarily a fan of um, NWA, uh, why don't you give us a brief summary of the film, Joe? Yeah, sure. So it released in 2015. It depicts the rise and fall of the rap group, NWA. It follows their emergence from the streets of Compton and the group's rise to local, national, international fame. It covers how they revolutionise hip-hop music um, and then focuses on the the legal disputes and the the personality clashes that eventually break them apart. That's really useful. Um, So do any of the syllabuses at A-level mention the BBFC or um, allude to the BBFC um, and... If so, um, what resources uh, can students or teachers use when their their students or themselves are sitting this exam? Yeah, again, so the A level specs are often very broad in what they uh, describe students need to need to know, mm. um, but they are required to understand the role of regulation in global distribution and circulation. So. I think that allows for comparisons to be made between our work here at the BBFC and, say, the MPAA in America. Mm. So there is actually information on that uh, on our website, so students can have a look there. Um, But interestingly, the A-level specs also require students to talk about media theory, including ones about regulation. So in this case, it's Livingston and Lunt, and their theory is, is based around the idea that um, there's a distinction between a citizen and a consumer. Citizen being somebody who needs protection from potentially harmful content Mm. and a consumer is somebody that desires choice and value for money and market competition. Mm. So that is where we can be brought in again in the A-level spec. So if they were to go to our website, if they haven't had a seminar from us or we haven't visited their school, um, they can find the information about our guiding principles, why we do uh, what we do um, and what, you know, what is the basis for, um, for our work. 
Fantastic. Now we've had a run through of the potential films that may be coming up in uh, this summer's exams for GCSE and A-level. Emily, why don't you just give us a rundown of the resources that the education team have to offer for students and teachers that people may not know about? So there's loads and loads of case studies um, on the BBSC website. Mm -hmm. Um, They're listed alphabetically, so you can find case studies on all sorts of films, either films that have historically had an interesting classification history, or you can find uh, more recent films on there. Um, Most of the case studies that we write are in response to um, requests from people like you out there who might have asked us, you're looking at something in particular, and you would like to see a case study on it, then just drop us an email and we can write a case study uh, we had an email this week from somebody who wanted a case study on the film Mother mm-hmm. so we're going to write one of those um, obviously we've got case studies on the films that you might be studying as part of GCSE or A level um, media and film study syllabuses um, so there's lots and lots of case studies on the website so do go and have a look on there and see if there's something that piques your interest. Definitely is there anything else apart from the case studies on um, on our websites or, um, or the CBBF website? So yeah, I mean CBBFC as well, which is our website for younger children, so Key Stage 2-ish we talk about. Um, There's lots of information on there about films that have recently been rated. Um, We word them specially for a younger audience. Um, There are also games and things on there. You have the opportunity to uh, rate trailers um, using our BBFC guidelines to try and do that for yourself. Um, So there's lots of different things on there. Um, On the main website as well for uh, GCSE A-level students there are lots of articles with information about the BBFC about our history about the decisions that we make why Mm. we make those decisions the the legal things that we have to take into consideration when we're making those decisions so there's lots and lots of information out there about the BBFC what we do and how and why we do it that sounds fantastic so um, what about if um, I'm a teacher for example and I want someone from the BBFC to come in we definitely do that we go out (laughs) to lots and lots of schools every year uh, schools and colleges and film festivals and special events so we talk to lots and lots of members of the public we also have in-house seminars Mm -hmm. um, that we host in Soho Square where we're based so you can come and experience the BBFC um, where we work Um, so we have those seminars we run a couple of a week during during uh, the the school year, so yes, you can you can book um, places on those seminars, or we can come and talk to you. We also do Skype sessions where we talk to schools and colleges over Skype, and we found those have been particularly useful if you've got a smaller group of students mm. or you're very far away and you might find it difficult um, to come to the BBFC or to get us to come to you. So, as Emily gave us a really well-rounded explanation of um, some of the resources that the education team have to offer, um, Joe, do you is there anything else that you can add um, that may be useful for students that aren't necessarily studying for their exams out there? Because you know, there it's not just GCSE and A level students that may be able to benefit from the BBFC. Yeah, I mean, of course, if we're talking about exams, we're we're talking about GCSE and A-level students, Absolutely. Key Stage 4 and Key Stage 5, and, you know, that isn't the whole scope of, of students in the UK. Definitely um, not the students that we speak to as well. Yeah, exactly. We, we you know, we speak to primary school students, uh, Key Stage 3 students as well. Mm. Um, and, yeah, we do have, we have loads of resources that that we can offer to, to them as well. So, yes, as you mentioned, the CBBSE website, but on there specifically teachers can access our PSHE resources. Mm -hmm. So the one that's currently on there is focused around um, Key Stage 2 students, resilient viewing, how you can make informed decisions 
really useful for any teachers covering PSHE topics. Also on the website is uh, information about you know our history, what we do, how we do it, etc. But written in a way that you know, key stage two students can can understand a bit better. Absolutely. There's options on there to you know pretend to be a compliance officer. You can rate a trailer, kind of get somewhat of a of an insight into what we do here. There are you know puzzles and interesting facts on there. Loads of things that are going to um, engage and therefore really help. Uh, younger students. You can also read um, our guidelines, which um, specifically have been tailored for um, a younger audience as well. Absolutely, so. yeah. So we don't really talk about films that go above 12A on mm. the CBBFC website. So it's all tailored towards younger students. Uh, and obviously, you know, the the guidelines on our other website, um, the language in it can be quite uh, complex. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we need to make sure that that information gets through to younger people. So, yeah, it's been rewritten in a way that is far more accessible for younger students. Fantastic. And, of course, um, if you have any questions or any form of requests for our education team or if you'd like to um, sign up for a seminar, you can look on our website to sign up for the seminars, um, but also you can get directly in touch with the education team by emailing them at education at bbfc.co.uk. And we should probably mention as well that case studies for all of the films that we've talked about are available on our website, so you can go and read a bit more about them. Fantastic. And also, um, when on our website, we also have our archive section, which has um, a number of different additional case studies that involve sections from our back catalogue, so of um, classification from uh, 25 years back from previous years. Um, and some of them go as far back as you can possibly imagine with cinema. So that's another great resource to look at if you want a bit more information into how the BBFC have, have classified key content in the past. We would love you to get in touch um, if you um, would like to hear any specific content or themes discussed on the podcast you can contact us by emailing podcast at bbfc.co.uk or by tweeting bbfc we also have the bbfc facebook page um, and you can like our page uh, for a regular stream of interesting case studies recommendations and so on Um, just search british border film classification and hit like if you want our ratings on the go and or a new place to listen to our dulcet tones you can download the um, our app from the app store or google play you can also find us on spotify our podcast is moving and growing um, we will be back soon with another look at the BBFC classifications from past and present one more time best of luck on your exams and have a wonderful summer goodbye <laughs>